being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Paul Lumberger with me today from American National Insurance. He is my agent. I know a lot of your guys' agent that are listening out there as well. His direct number, though, if you have any questions on insurance, he is my guy to call, 303-662-0789. Paul Lumberger, he does all my uh, insurance for all my cars and, and home and so on. So if you need anything, please give Paul a call, and uh, he would love to chat with you. And real quick, on uninsured motors. So Larry and you were just talking at the top of the hour, Paul, and I was doing something else. So repeat that conversation you two just had. So let's say I've got the state minimums and I hit you okay. and you've got a $60,000 Audi. Right. And I've got $15,000 worth of coverage and it's totaled out. My company will pay the 15,000 up front. And then you're going to have to turn around and either a come after me personally or turn around and file a claim with American national for the uninsured motorist remaining bit, which would be the other 45,000 on make, my end on your end. Because you don't have enough to make me whole. Correct. So if I don't have uninsured motorists, I'm screwed. Correct. Basically. I'm out of pocket. Yep. Because nobody's picking up that tab. Yep. Unless I, I, can, go, I, mean, unless most, I can go sue you for the difference. I mean, most people will. And then what, what I would do in that case is I'd let Ampac take care of the rest. And then they will go after the person. No sense right. in you getting your hands no. dirty. So what you're saying, though, is let's say that you are... I'm not trying to point fingers, folks, but let's say you're a very low net worth individual. You've got the state minimums. There's nothing for me to really go after you to sue to get anything out of because the car you were driving, which might have been the only asset you own, is also now totaled. If I don't have uninsured motors, I don't even have anybody to go after. Well, if, if, as long as you've got the full coverage, you will be able to because of the comp and collision. But if you had liability only with no uninsured motors coverage, then you're SOL. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to John up in Cheyenne. John, you're next. What's going on? Hey, John, I was scared. I was working on something, and I heard another John and Cheyenne. I was like, I'm not on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm good. like, am I losing my mind? That's good, John. <laughs> There's only two of you up so, there. That's right. There's only one John and Cheyenne. <laughs> that's good. Uh, so when I lived back in uh, New York, I moved to, we bought a house. We moved to New Jersey, and we registered the cars in New Jersey where we had the house. Never canceled the registration in New York, but canceled the insurance. New York State, if you don't have insurance, insurance companies are required to report, and they suspend the registration, and they suspend your driver's license. So they go one step farther. Yeah, they suspend your license. Wow. And then to clear it, you've got to go and wait in line for six hours and show either proof that you – in my case, I walked in. I said, here, I registered the car on this date. Here's the new insurance. Here's everything. They were like, okay, fine. And they took the suspension off my license. But the other thing is, is it's a, in addition, for every day you don't have that car insured, it's a $4. Well, this was 20 years ago, but it's a $4 a day fine. Wow. How'd you On find out? Of, and you, um, they sent 
they sent a registered letter to my old address, which got forwarded because I filled out a change of address. Oh, wow. They sent a, a letter saying, due to the fact that your insurance is lapped, your license is suspended, and your registration is suspended. And I was like, oh, had to take an hour off of uh, work and walk go over to, you know, Department of Motor Vehicle, wait in line, show them all the paperwork. But so they do it right. I mean, in this day of computers, I can't believe any state doesn't require insurance companies, if you let your insurance lap, that they have, you know, that they, they don't yeah. have to report no, that I, to the it, DMV. We, we, and as I said earlier, and not trying to be political on the show, but the fact of the matter is, because of the party we have running our state right now, this is why we have the insurance situation in Colorado, especially on, on uh, you know, the uninsured motorists and on the, the auto side of the fence, John, why we have such low minimums. And uh, it's, just, it's what happens. Look at California. You know, it's the exact same thing out there. They have lower limits as a state than we have. So that's the other thing you have to oh, watch for in Colorado. Is if you have somebody that's here from California that may have their minimums, you're really oh, yeah. screwed because their minimums are less than ours. You know, and my agent, the first thing he said, he goes, you don't, want to, you don't even want to come close to the minimums because if so, you hit somebody, you want to make sure you're fully covered if you have an accident. And then if somebody hits you and they have crappy insurance, you want to at least get enough to get your truck fixed or replaced. So we did that. But the other thing, and this is goes to homeowners insurance, when State Farm canceled me because I put in a second claim in five years for the roof, my mortgage holder called me before I ever got the letter from State Farm that they were canceling me and saying, because they let they sure let the mortgage holder know that I wasn't going to have homeowners insurance once mm. you know mm-hmm. the year was up. Mm-hmm. So why can't they? You know the insurance company. I mean, how hard is it? To it it's not. You know, and this is the other thing. And Paul knows this. You know, your lien holder mm-hmm. on the car typically knows when you no longer have insurance. Why our state oh. can't get involved in that is beyond me because it's not that right. difficult, John. It really isn't. And if you don't send your lien holder, if you change, like I, when we changed from State Farm, the guy had the nerve. He's canceling my homeowners and said, do you want to keep your cars with us? And I was like, no. <laughs> you know, I mixed right. home and car together to get a little discount. But the guy had the nerve to say, well, I'm canceling you, but we want to keep your car insurance. So I was like, goodbye. But uh, if, you they, ever have, uh, if you ever have problems again up there, I'm licensed in Wyoming. Okay. And, uh, you know, not knowing any. Uh, an agent, we've got a good policy now. My wife had a little uh, uh, mishap with her truck. They took great care of it, so I'm happy now. But, Paul, thanks for letting me know that. Yeah, I've um, got a lot of car forward. guys up there. Yep, there yep. you go. And you can you do homeowners, too, up here? Yep, home and auto, everything. Okay. So there you go. Everybody right, in well, Cheyenne, Paul's your guy. Down the line. Okay. Hey, good John, stuff. have a great week. You too, John. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the phone call. Steve in Colorado Springs is next. We have lines open, by the way, 303-477-5600. Steve, what's going on? Good morning, John and Paul. Sounds like a meeting of the Cardinals in the Vatican. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> a quick question on uh, oil drain plug gaskets. I had an oil change the other day, copper gasket, and it started leaking new oil. So I take it back, and the gasket failed. And apparently, according to them, that doesn't. That happens pretty copper often. Doesn't, yeah, you coppers know. don't fail very often. Depends on the vehicle, though. In some cases, you know, we and when I had my shops, it was just common. We just had extra gaskets always kicking around, and we always changed them depending upon the vehicle and the gaskets because some will do that. It really is vehicle dependent. Well, quickly, what do you think of the differences, quality-wise, between copper, uh, phenolic plastic, and rubber? 
Uh, yeah. I'm I just as for me personally, not a huge fan of the rubber ones. The the copper ones are great, but the poly ones actually work as well as any. Well, they make good on it. Uh, Seventy bucks a synthetic down the road. They they good. went ahead and changed it. Good didn't charge. Good. A uh, second insurance question here. My twenty five year accident free record came to an end a year ago. Now, a nice twenty one year old kid rear-ended me at a busy intersection, Bargate Academy. Mm-hmm. He did have insurance. He did have a license. He did follow me over. His insurance was a progressive. Okay. Anyway, three body shops and two progressive adjusters were going to total the car. Okay. And then the third one comes along and says, nah, yeah, we'll, we'll pay to rebuild. It was extensive. It's the 740i. And then the question uh, for John is maybe to address diminished value because they basically told me to go pound sand on that. But you and I both know when you have a car like a 740i and it gets rear-ended and gets in Carfax, there is diminished value. Oh, huge retail. diminished value. Yes, there is. That's a great question, by the way. Yeah, and then the other issue on insurance, as we touched upon earlier, and Paul might be able to address this too, insurance companies are moving on houses and whatever to a 3% deductible of the market value of the property, which, you know, I mean, that's a $15,000 deductible on roofs. For houses and rentables, da da da, that's just nuts. And then back to your previous caller, man, I agree. I don't understand why in today's world there is not a database that the insurance companies submit that the state can tap onto to see who has insurance and who doesn't. It's just nuts. Well, and, and we I, 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 it, it is nuts because it's not that hard to do, Steve. It's a very easy fix. Yeah, but yeah. again, when you look at the legislature we have in this state, and as long as it stays deep blue you're not going to fix what we're talking about. Even though it's very easily fixable, you're not going to fix it because their feeling is you're hurting a certain section of the population by doing that. Well, and I get kind of rankled. We pay some of the highest registration sales tax. Yes, we do. Costs on vehicles we sure do. Country. Yeah, we and actually discourage people go, from buying new cars in this state. Right. And that money is supposed to go, among other things, to like roads, just like the fuel tax. Right. And hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars That's right. go in... And they use it for other stuff, right? Uh, primarily to get 25 percent of the state on Medicaid, and I just think that's nuts. So, I think it'd be great if like three or four million people register cars in Arizona or New Mexico. But yeah, the problem probably- is if the if they really want to crack down on that and they see you driving that vehicle around your own home for more than 30 days in a row, they can basically come back and say, "No, you have residency here. Go get your." license and you know go get your registration in colorado unless you're a student that's how it's supposed to work and they'll do that i, I have seen them actually do that yeah well we have tenants that have been two years never changed their unbelievable it's it's change. amazing they haven't gotten caught other than right now that's yeah. probably the last thing they're looking at last uh, insurance question for paul american family personal opinion is the worst i've ever had we had uh, lots of multiple unit buildings over guard the gods in santana they all needed new roofs same wind, rain, hail exposure. And it was about a $10,000, $11,000 roof on these four buildings. Every other insurance company realized they had to do that. And American Family, their commercial adjuster, said, oh, no, no, I got this guy over in Briargate. He's, he's got all these T-locks sitting around his backyard. Well, you and I both know, A, they haven't made them. B, they're not legit anymore. And he's going to do a $900 T-lock repair, what should have been $11,000 roof. And, and, by, and Steve, really and we've talked about this before on the other show, that's where a public adjuster comes into play and gets that fixed. Yeah, that's not right yeah, at all. It's and not. T-Lock's not even code. No, no that's exactly right. That, well, it's but, called fraud. Yeah. It's called fraud, and I can't, you know, I can't verify it, but I'm sure there's money going back and forth between this adjuster and this dude with all the T-Locks because 
I asked him, the guy with the tee locks, could I come over and take a look at him? No. <laughs> it's right. just nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. No. Hey, and you know, hey, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, Steve, answer yep. that question on the diminished value. Great question, by the way. Wayne and Greeley, Mike in Denver, hang tight. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Winter is coming quick, and if there's one thing Geno's knows, it's that a well-maintained vehicle performs and lasts, especially during the harsh and sudden Colorado winter weather. Take advantage of Geno's free multi-point inspection before winter arrives. We'll evaluate your vehicle by looking at your fluid levels, belts, hoses, and filters. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with the Napa Peace of Mind warranty, covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. To make your life simpler, Chino's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Chino's continues to serve as Larry's Automotive customers through Napa Auto Care, warranting any work you may have had done. If you think your vehicle will benefit from our multi-point inspection, give Chino's a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We're AAA approved and located at Bulls and Platte Canyon in Littleton. Stay safe this winter. Stop in or visit us online at chinosautoservice.com. That's Chino's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. The hard part of my job is getting the case ready for trial. The really fun part of my job is going to trial. Call the personal injury attorney who enjoys going to trial, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. The thing that people need to do when they're talking with lawyers about trials, ask the lawyer that they're talking to whether they like to go to trial or not. Although most personal injury cases settle outside of the courtroom, you want an attorney who stands ready to represent you at trial. The reason that we say trial tested, trial ready is because we do enough cases that we are always ready. And it's like anything else, you ride a bike or you, know, you shoot trap. If you do it often, you're still in good, regular practice on it. If you do it once a year, not so much. Trial tested, trial ready. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh. Call today for a free, no obligation consultation. 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Paul Lewenberger with me today, my insurance agent. If you have any insurance questions at all, by the way, let us know, 303-477-5600. We will talk real quick. Let me get into this before we take our next caller. So, guys, hang tight. Diminished value, though, Paul. Let's talk about that for a moment. So our last caller, which, by the way, Steve, is correct. If you're driving a... You know, a high-end car or really any car. Let's say, you know, let's say I'm driving my, I don't know, I'm driving my Bolt, my Chevy Bolt, and I get hit, and now there's a claim. It's not my fault, but I get hit, there's a claim. 
It's that on Carfax. That car is worth less money. It's going to go on Carfax. That car is worth less money. There's diminished value even in that car. Now, I realize the higher end of the car, the more diminished value and all that. But diminished value is diminished value. How does that work in the insurance world? It's just a lot of research and a lot of homework you have to do to prove that that black eye now on that car, you know, you go out there and try to buy a car and you've got two Audis that are identical and one's got an accident on Carfax and one doesn't, you're going to lean towards the one that doesn't. It's just a lot. Nine times out of ten, you don't win. Okay. It's just it's such an Does up- it depend on the insurance company or is it just something you got to fight it's for just, no matter what? It's just industry standards. It's just an uphill battle. That's why I tell people all the time that when you get close to having your car totaled out, you may love that car so much. Let them take it. Right. Take the no. Agree. Be- because you do not want to have that headache of a trying to get it fixed. That's right. And then B when you try to resell it because you as a consumer, I'm not buying anything that has an accident on Carfax. I'm not either. Just me personally, I'm not. No, and so that's what you have to look at. The person okay. looking to buy your Audi is going to say the same thing. So well you said. may get it, get it for 22, but now with the accident, you're only getting it for 16. That's your diminished value right there. Makes sense. Wayne and Greeley, you're next. What's going on, Wayne? Hi, John and Paul. Uh, nice talking to Paul again. Thanks, I, Wayne. How's it going, buddy? It's going well. I have insurance with Paul, and uh, when I had my roof done last year, uh, his insurance company, I just breezed right through it and they paid for everything so i want you to know i'm very happy with his insurance company that's awesome anyway john i wanted to t- <laughs> i want to tell you about some of these old junkers my my folks when i was a young teenager bought a 42 Oldsmobile sedan and my mom was driving it back and forth to work uh she she had to pick me up from school and take us home, and the uh, Union Pacific goes through Greeley, of course, and we had about six rows of tracks uh, going through Greeley, and it was in the winter time. It was slick out there, and Mom was taking us home, and we hit these tracks, and this knee action on this Oldsmobile started bouncing like a trampoline, and we ran around on those tracks about three times. Uh, and then Mom just drove one home. So uh, she was used to it. The thing would go down the road and hit a bump and bounce about two feet and keep right on going. Wow. <laughs> so Amazing. It, it, had, it had good springs on it, uh, but they didn't stop, you know. No, nope. that, that's funny. That was the problem. That's funny. Good story. That's great, yeah. Wayne. I've encountered this diminished value thing before. I had yes. uh, a Honda SI, which was rear-ended, and uh, they had to rebuild the whole back end of it. And uh, that was something I tried to get uh, my insurance, which was one of the popular insurance companies at that time, and uh, tried to get them to help me with it. And I. Uh, it was just so much that they wanted. I, there was no way, you know, pictures and notes and all the paperwork and so forth. It just, it just wasn't worth it to me. I, I finally found a company that would take the car, uh, and give me halfway a decent deal on it. But, uh, yeah, that diminished value is quite a thing if we could ever get it where it could be handled well but yeah and I, i'm with paul on that if it's getting close to a total you just let the let the insurance company have it and or push to get a total that's the other thing folks that 
are listening, you may not realize this is where a good collision center can come into play on your behalf. And if they can get into that and start figuring out that, hey, this thing's going to be really, really close to being worth what the car is when we're all, you know, by the time we've got the estimate and everything all written, we just need to total this thing out. In a lot of cases, they can be your best advocate, and people don't realize that. Well, this wasn't anywhere close to total, but they had to rebuild the trunk and everything. Yeah. And um, the worst of it was, you know, uh, people, uh, if they find out that you got that on your record, I mean, if the car's been damaged. Well, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. No, you're exactly right, Wayne. Well said. Well, thank you, John. Thank uh, you. always, it's a pleasure. Likewise, nice, sir. Uh, saying hi to you, Paul. I uh, hope to see you again one of these days. Yeah, you have a good weekend, sir. Appreciate it, Wayne. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend as well. Michael in Denver, you are next. What's going on, Michael? Yeah, I just going to find out why I get a good oil change today. Uh, today, our, all of our Colorado Select facilities will be closed today. They're Monday through Friday. On the weekends, as far as an oil change goes, Michael, I, I don't know. Other than some of the... Some of the, you know, quick lubes or dealers, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about, uh, you know, who's open on Saturdays anymore to tell you. Okay, how about Monday? Monday would be great. Any of our facilities inside of our group, you can find them all at drive-radio.com. They can all do an oil change Monday. Okay. All right, Michael, Thank thanks you. so much for the phone call. We appreciate it. Uh, Rich in Arvada is next. Rich, welcome. Hi, guys. Uh Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. I've got a couple of questions. Uh, I just came into the conversation a little while ago in regards to uninsured motorists. Yes. Uh, could you, you may be covered, but uh, what what uh, what does that cover actually? You Great question. No, no. It, it, we, this is one of those questions, Rich. That if you you know didn't hear the answer, and we just make sure we're very clear on it, we'll answer it again. So no, don't be don't be bashful about that. Paul can explain it again. So, Rich, you got two coverages built, and you have uninsured and underinsured. So if somebody hits you and you and your, your passenger are hurt, you've got uninsured motorists that will take care of you for them not having any insurance. And if they're carrying the state minimums, you've got underinsured, which means they've got some insurance but not enough to cover your medical bills and the things that you're going through. So that will pick up the, the remaining balance due. And then you've got uninsured motorist property damage towards if you've got liability only on an older car, and they hit you, you, you file a claim with, let's say, Progressive, and you get denied because they've got no insurance, then your own insurance will pick up the difference. Okay, how about on medical? Now, I've got uh, pretty good, both my, my wife and I have pretty good health insurance. Would uninsured be necessary? Yes, because if you've got special needs that have to be addressed at time away from work, physical therapy, stuff that's not part of that coverage, you need to have uninsured motorist. Uh-huh. Okay. And then also I've got another uh, question. Uh, Henry, would a, let's see, would, would an un, un, uh, umbrella coverage wouldn't cover anything like that. It only covers if you're being sued. Is that correct? Yeah, it, it covers the liability portion. So if you hit somebody, you hit me and I'm hurt, and I come after you and then there's not enough insurance in there, then the umbrella picks up the difference. So if you're okay. at two fifty five hundred and and you hit me and I'm hurt and it's a $300,000 lawsuit against you, your insurance would pick up the two hundred fifty thousand, then the million dollar or two million dollar umbrella would pick up the rest. Okay, then great. Then I have another couple of uh, questions, uh, if I may. It's not in regards to insurance. No, you're fine. Go but, ahead. Uh, okay, I uh, I've ran uh, Mobile One probably for forty years, okay. and uh, but here a while back, uh, Napa was having their uh, full synthetic oil on sale 
with uh, a uh, platinum uh, oil filter. I think they do that maybe once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, how do you feel about the uh, uh, Napa synthetic oil? You know, what, what I will say on that is the Napa, and I don't remember who is actually their provider of their oil, uh, you know, currently, because it does change. You know, it's a contract sort of a situation, uh, Rich, where, where, you know, Napa will contract with different oil companies to do their branded oil, just like, you know, Walmart, Costco, everybody else does a similar situation. It is not Mobile One. I'm not saying that's bad, but it is not a Mobile One product. I personally, uh, you know, depending upon the application, I will use the Napa Synthetic or I will use Mobile One depending upon the application and what I'm looking for. So, for example, my high-end vehicles that I have, so my Corvette, my Viper, I only run Mobile One in those period no matter what. A regular car that I'm driving on a daily basis, I would put the Napa oil in it. It wouldn't bother me a bit. Yeah, I dump my oil twice a year regardless what the mileage is. So, uh, and, and just as a uh, side note, Rich, and I don't want to take anything away from Napa, and they sell the Mobile One product as well, but if you've been using Mobile One, I think I would stay with that. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and I would use a, their platinum filter, any, though. Would there be any chemical reactions nope. that changing it over? Nope. Right there? There's no issues okay. there whatsoever. It's just a matter of the oil itself, what's in it, the ad packs, how they do it. And, and, that, and again, those are the things that separate, you know, all of the different oils that are out there. You know, Pennzoil's got, you know, natural gas oil. You know, oil is now coming from natural gas. You know, there's Mobile One. You've got the... The, the Napa synthetic, which is being produced by whoever their supplier is. Again, all of these will meet the SFI specs or the API specs, and all of that is is fine. There's no issues there, but they are different products. I want to make sure I'm clear on that. They're not the same products. Uh-huh. Not saying they're bad. They're just not the same. Sure. Then I got one other question. Is I got a recall thing. Well, it's not a recall thing, but I noticed uh, that I'm supposed to uh, have a problem with the F-150s 2011 up to 150,000 miles, there's a, uh, uh, your vehicle may, may experience output shaft speed OSS sensor failure, right. which re, may result in illuminated function indicator or something like that. Right. And uh, also uh, may require replacement of the transmission motor lead frame. What is that all about? That's a recall that's on that particular truck. That does have to be performed by the dealer. You'll have to call, make an appointment, drop the truck off. That'll all be on Ford's dime. And on recalls, this is something that everybody else needs to realize as well, you included, Rich. There's no cost. If you go in and have any kind of a charge, uh, something's not correct. That is a total recall, which means everything is done on the manufacturer's dime. You are not to pay a cent. What is a transmission molded lead frame? Uh, I would have to look up that. Do you have the specific recall in front of you or not? Uh, Yes, I do. Uh What's the number on it? Do you know? There'll be a there'll uh, be a recall see. number. There's a should be a recall number on here somewhere. Should be. I'm not. Be like yeah, a, in that case, since it's a just, 2011, it might be an 11 something or a, I I don't know how they number it. But the, here's what you can do: you yeah. can actually specifically look up that recall on Google. But here's the deal: it doesn't really matter. Whatever the recall is, um, Ford will pay for it. You need to make an appointment, get the vehicle dropped off, and have it performed. And I, and I had read somewhere that it's a good idea to have the codes checked before you reach the 150,000 mile in case something shows up. Well, in, in, that, it's not, in this yeah. case, it's not going to matter. They're going to do everything they need to at that point when they do the recall anyway, so it's irrelevant. Just have the recall performed. 
Yeah, uh, and it's just a notice. It's not uh, an actual recall. It's just a notice that uh, they've extended the warranty and all that stuff. Yeah, you know? and, and again, I would call on that, find out what's going on. I would still have the truck dropped off, make sure that everything is the way it's supposed to be, and, and go through that inspection process and make sure that's handled correctly. Okay, then. Okay, yep. well, thanks a lot. You're very welcome, Rich. For, if you have any more questions on that, you're welcome to send me an email directly. It's John, J-O-H-N at drive-radio.com or the text line, which I've got a few of. I'll read those through this break. 307-200-8222. Tony and Jeff, hang tight. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Kins and Leslie distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This time of year, as the leaves begin to turn, so do our thoughts on our summer toys. Now, we must turn to the winterization of some of our prized possessions, like our RVs, boats, motorcycles, and jet skis. Winterizing your entire RV could be a whole episode of drive time on its own, but today we're going to focus on protecting the key fluids in all of your summer vehicles throughout the winter. First, let's talk about the gas. The shelf life on most gasolines is only about three to six months. By the time the gasoline actually gets into your tank, it is already many weeks old, which means that there's very little chance the gasoline in your tank today will still be in optimum condition when you dust off your toys next spring. You want to ensure that you protect your gasoline with a top-tier fuel stabilizer like the BG CF5. You also need to protect your batteries over the winter, we recommend a battery tender stay connected at all times whenever your vehicle operation will be longer than a couple of weeks in between. Before freezing temperatures set in, it is critical to ensure that the antifreeze in your vehicle has proper freeze protection. Additionally, you must ensure that the pH balances on your antifreeze are correct so that you're protecting your entire cooling system from freezing and corrosion throughout the winter. The simple addition of BG Supercool can help protect against corrosion as your coolant sits through the winter. If your vehicle is going to be parked outside, we also recommend protecting any exposed organic materials like rubber or leather with a good canvas or synthetic cover to protect these materials from the harsh UV rays of the sun or the harsh freezing temperatures of the winter. These few tips will keep your toys working in perfect order so that when the sun comes out next spring, you'll be ready to hit the trail, lake, or campground without any new costly repairs. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG. We'll talk to you again next week. Your home insurance should include the stuff inside your house, too. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance, remains one of very few agents who will sit down with you and ask specific, detailed questions, making sure that in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. After a fire, you won't only need a new place to live, you'll also need to replace your gun collection and your jewelry. In those situations, you don't want to work with an agent you found online. You want to talk to someone who knows you, someone who will take the initiative to call and see how you're doing. Even in less disastrous situations, such as accidentally dropping your wedding ring down the sink, the proper coverage with Paul will make you financially whole. Paul Lewinberger can't relieve the emotional loss of a family heirloom, but he will make sure that you can replace your possessions at their full financial value. Call 
662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Call Novus Auto Glass as soon as you notice a chip or crack in your windshield so they can save you more money. Novus Auto Glass wants to help you save more money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at getting a repair when you act fast. Glass repair is more complicated than you think. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack unfixable. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, though, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. Novus works with all insurance companies, and for those without windshield coverage, Novus will give you a discounted cash price. It's simple. Novus Autoglass saves you more money. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and find the windshield repair expert nearest you. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Barber's Foods has been feeding Colorado families the highest quality protein since 1949, sourced from farm, ranch, and fishing families that they know personally. Barber's Foods is proud to offer your family wild-caught Alaskan sockeye fillets caught by their own fishermen who personally catch the salmon in the Bristol Bay of Alaska in a boat that they own and operate. Go to barbersfoods.com to pre-order your Alaskan salmon fillets. And while you're there, check out the Morgan Ranch Wagyu, Colorado-sourced USDA choice beef and bison, Beeler's non-GMO gestation, crate-free Duroc pork, and Pittman Farms family air-chilled chicken products. Stock up now and save 5% off your entire order with the code SAVE5. You care where your food comes from. So buy your proteins from Barber's Foods, 100% Colorado native-owned. Barber'sFoods.com. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We do appreciate it very much. Myself, Paul Lewinberger from American National Insurance. Any any insurance questions, by the way, you have, please call us and we'll take those. Tony in Littleton does have one. Tony, welcome. Yes, good morning, John and Paul. I have a 17-year-old son who's getting his learner's permit in the next few weeks. What uh, concerns or implications is this going to have on my vehicle insurance? Paul's the guy to ask. Well, first of all, you don't, when with most companies out there, will not charge for a permitted driver. Some do, some don't. We don't. So while he's got his permit, you're, you're fine with him driving. There's no surcharge for that. But like with us, it's if it's if you've got the cars in place, it's it's usually about fifty to seventy dollars a month more to add a youthful operator. If you're adding a car and a driver, then obviously it's about double that. But the biggest thing I try to tell people is like with American National, as long as he's got a good student, like a three or better, that's about a thirty dollar a month discount. So it almost cuts the price in half of what it costs to add the youthful operator. So it's not as bad as you think, but if you've got a, a Mercedes, your wife's got a Jaguar, and then and then your son's going to have a Hummer, I mean, you're not doing yourself any favors because everybody's got to be assigned to a car, even if it's not the car they drive. And so, like, for me, if, if you've got a liability-only car that's a 1995 Honda Accord, I put your son on the Honda Accord even though he's driving the Hummer, and we move on and everything's done. It's just you have to have some older cars to make that affordable. If you've got brand new cars, it's going to be expensive. So I do need to notify my insurance company as soon as yes. he gets his permit. No, yeah. his license. His license, not the permit, but the license. Permit's itself. fine. 
But each company is different. And that's coming, though, because what's you have to have his permit for a, a year now, Tony, or is it? I don't remember. Yes. Since he's 17, is it a full year or is it six months? I don't remember. I'm sorry. It's a, it is until he turns eight. It's one year or until he turns 18, whichever occurs first. But he's not going to be driving without me sitting next to him. Makes sense. Under the permit. And if you and if you talk to your company and they say they've got to put him on why he has his permit, you should just reach out to us and we'll look at it because we don't charge for the permit. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Great. By the way, great question, Tony. Thank you for asking. And for those of you that have younger kids that are starting to drive, these are great questions. And, and again, if you have any questions for Paul, you can call him directly. He'll talk to you even during the week. 303-662-0789. That is Paul's number directly. Again, 303-662-0789. If you've got anything else, let us let us know now. Our direct line here at the studio, 303 477 5600 and the text line 307 200 8222. Jeff in Western Montana, welcome back. How are you, sir? Hey, thanks. Uh, I don't like to be a repeat guy. No, you're fine. Different show. We're fine. You're good. Yeah. Uh, I have two questions one for Paul and one for John. Sure. Uh, we have a uh, 2005 PT Cruiser. I know, John, you'd say I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's, it's all right. It's a convertible. It's a convertible turbo. And no, that's all right. No, that's a fun car to drive. Yeah, the license plate even says Grammy on it. So. There you go. Yeah. Um. So, but the question is, we with the winners up here uh, and the acquisition of another vehicle, we've decided to just put it in the garage for the winter time. I put I put studded snow tires on it, but we're just going to garage it. And so I've taken the insurance down to comprehensive only with a $1,000 deductible um, because I didn't seem like I would need liability or collision. All I'd need to do is worry about the vehicle in case the ceiling fell in on it or uh, the garage door opened. Yeah, but it's a great question, by the way, Jeff. So so make sure that everybody else is hearing you correctly. So you've got basically a third vehicle, if you would. You're not going to be driving it. It's going to be basically stored. How do you insurance? How do you put insurance on it properly is the question, Correct. Right, and then I have one for you, John. Go ahead, no, go ahead, Paul. Answer this one, though. No, you've done it perfect. That's exactly what I do. I've got guys now that have fourth and fifth cars in Colorado that will just do comp only in the wintertime while they're stored in the garage. So fire, theft, vandalism, all that stuff's covered while it's stored. And then the minute that they're going to take the car out in the springtime, we'll put full coverage back on with liability, then they're good to go. It's smart to How do it that How much does that way. save them when you do that? It could be three, $400 over four or five months. That's quite a bit. It's worth doing. I have a few yeah, like mine, that I need to probably mine, do with you. Yeah. Mine was mine was about three hundred dollars for six months on this vehicle, and when I did the the comp only and the thousand uh, dollar deductible, because I normally carry hundred, but the thousand dollar deductible it dropped it to sixty bucks for six months. So it's actually under ten bucks a month. Yeah, I would do that too. Just yeah. don't forget to turn it so back I, on. Yeah, that yeah, that's the biggest thing. You just got to turn it back on. Just set a calendar reminder, Jeff, and turn it back on. Yeah, the insurance company asked me for a date, so I'm sure they're going to give me a reminder. Yeah, the other well. thing that we, because in the in the past, Jeff, I used to do this with plow trucks and things along those lines as well. The other thing that we would do, just because in your world you don't have other people, you know, around driving, but if you do, this is everybody else listening. If you did do that, the other I, the other thought that I have or that I would do is I always put a big note, you know, right on the steering wheel, this vehicle is uninsured, you need to call such and such prior to driving. It's just a reminder that, hey, before I hop in this thing and drive it anywhere, i got to make sure it's insured. Yep. 
That's what my guy does. He puts it's, a big it's a great idea. Just put a big note right on the steering wheel. It's there. It's done. Then everybody knows. Yeah, don't hide the uh, keys because you won't find them again. Yeah, yeah. Don't leave the keys in it. Don't worry. Yeah, don't do that part of it. But I just, I'm, I'm one. Put a big note, big sign, laminate it, do whatever you want to, Jeff. But just make sure it's sitting there in front of you, so that no matter who you, wife, whatever, whoever happened to be, you know, popping in, doesn't hop in that car and drive it on accident. Yep. Okay. So my question for you, John, on this vehicle is, um, what should I do to make sure I'm maintaining it? I mean, I have a trickle charger on a keeper, basically. Yep. The tender. And, uh, right. And uh, how often should I uh, start the engine or not? Or do anything no, else? Put the ten- put, I mean, I, I've got, Paul knows, I mean, I've got more cars than I probably need to own, and most of them sit all winter long, or in some cases all summer long, depending upon the actual vehicle. So it depends on what I'm doing with that particular vehicle. And, no, I just put the, the charger on it, Jeff. The, you know, the, uh, the, the battery tender is all I do. And I, you know, I don't turn them over. I don't start them. I mean, there's a lot of misconception in wives' tales over the year when it comes to, you know, firing a vehicle up. The biggest thing, treat the gas, put some BG Supercharge in the gas tank, fill it full, put the BG Supercharge in the tank, put the battery tender on it, you're good to go. Okay, so you don't need to run it up and down the road a little nope. bit to keep nope. the transmission or, nope. or CV joint? Nope. Okay. No, no, that'll be fine. And if, if, and, and well, here's the thing, too, folks, for all of you listening, you're probably thinking, well, you know, does it depend on if it's inside, outside? Yeah, I, yes, it does. What I'm talking about here is, you know, Jeff having a vehicle that's, you know, stored inside. It's not going to get near the temperature swings it normally would. You, you don't need to do anything, Jeff. Just go put it in the garage. The gas even will last. On these late model vehicles where they're sealed like that car is, put some supercharge in it. Even the gas will be good come spring. Super. Thanks, guys. You'll be fine. Jeff, thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Lines open. 303-477-5600. Paul, again, from American National Insurance with me. And his number directly, if you want to call him during the week, 303-662-0789. Hi, I'm Roly Purefoy. You know, being in business for six decades in any business is a tough thing to do, especially in today's highly complex and competitive world. As a small business, we certainly have experienced many trying times when there was no clear answer or path to take for survival. The COVID-19 virus for all of us has been the ultimate business disruptor, but once again, we've managed to keep on keeping on, and we are there to serve our many tried and true customers that have depended on us to always be there. We aren't and never will be a big high-flying dealership, but one with honesty and integrity and a culture of doing things right. We appreciate all our customers, many of which have come long distances to do business with us. We are proud of who we are and what we do. Purefoy proud. We certainly need and would appreciate a chance to earn your business, whether it would be for parts or service or if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle. We'd love to be your Chevy dealer. Find us today at PurefoyChevrolet.com and find new roads. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. 
A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. All right, here we go, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Paul Lewenberger from American National Insurance with me today as well. And uh, if you have any insurance questions, please give us a call, 303-477-5600. Sean, you are next. Oh, hello, guys. How you doing there? Good. How are you, sir? All right. Uh, just doing my uh, security job here today over at the old Denver Post building. So well, thank you. Quiet. Thank you. Can you get rid of yeah. the graffiti on the side of the wall there for me there, Sean, while you're at it? <laughs> oh, gosh. We've been battling these, as I call them, the fun people for how many months? We've been here for a while. But oh, I know. I, I'm sorry. I, I just had to throw that out there because I drive by there and I see it. I'm like, you know, what knucklehead just did that? Well, I think I got a spray can in my trunk somewhere. I'll go see if I can do it. <laughs> I just had it some more letters. Hard. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I was calling about the insurance. It's sort of a comment question, I guess. Well, when I moved here in 05, from Connecticut, I remember I was with the um, farmers, the girls, we were together. We were only paying like 35, 36. We broke up a year later. I moved around. Then it was late 09 when I 10 didn't have a car because I was homeless for a minute and got back, got back on my feet going to 10. Then it was 2013. I got a car, you know, again. And I remember I was getting insured. It was through Progressive. And I remember the lady, I told her, I said, you know, when I moved, I was only paying only 30 something dollars. She said, yeah, something about 2009 when. Colorado changed some things in, and that's when everything started going up. And it's like it was just even crazy. I was like, you know, yeah, you got that. They do. Colorado does have one of the highest percentage of uninsured motors. Yes. In fact, the girl I was with before I moved when I before I moved here, she got hit with someone, or someone hit her. He was uninsured, was drunk. Of course, he took off, and went home. But but yeah, I'm hearing all this stuff about you know, what's what's going on. It's like why are they so expensive? You know, it's like. Well, and it's the growth, too. I mean, there's more people on the road. There's more technology. The cost of fixing cars has gone up. I mean, there's so many factors that go into it, but a lot of it with Colorado's uninsured motors. And then the other part of that is, I mean, John, you know this. I mean, 10 years ago, there wasn't, I mean, you do go down the highway now and look how many people are on the road compared to 10, 15 years ago. I, look at, Ma- look at McIntyre. <laughs> I know. No, exactly. Well, even when I moved here in 05, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was bad then, but it wasn't that bad. But now, yeah, it's, it's, you got people from all over and you know, granted, yeah, I'm one of them too. But and I take my time. Believe me, I've avoided many accidents. I do the speed limit. I go fast. People are flying by me. I'm getting people blowing their horns. I mean, like, go ahead, yeah, keep going, idiots. You know, but I've avoided many accidents that I just take my time and go easy. You know, because you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be a race car driver. I mean, I've had a few times where I could have sped up and cut over here, cut over that way. I would have been in the right, but I would have been in a hospital or an accident or worse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would have been in the right. <laughs> yeah. 
No, well yeah. said, Sean. And by the way, thanks for coming. You know, congratulations is what I should say. Or thanks for uh, you know getting back on your feet and doing things the right way. Appreciate that, by the way. Kudos. One step at a time, and just keep my faith in the Lord. He You're the man. Help me out. You're the man. Kudos, Sean. Good job. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys for Thank you man. I appreciate well, it, sir, very much. And I meant, I meant what I just said, by the way. Anytime you see somebody, you know, really get down on their luck and still come back and do the things that he's now doing, congratulations. That's the way this, that's the way this should work, by the way. Alan in Westminster, you're up. Hi. So I've had a question for a long time, but your show piqued me to, to call you. Okay, great. So my RV in storage... Um, I get the drop in I get the drop in the liability, but like what happens? I mean stuff happens. Anytime I've ever claimed the insurance, it's like you never expected that to happen. What happens if that thing catches on fire and four other RVs go up with it? Because you're you're probably liable for that. So if you've dropped your liability coverage, what goes on there? Yeah, you're right on that aspect. If you're if you're leaving it in I always tell people that are leaving their, their RVs in storage, remove collision, leave everything else on it because if you're accountable for another unit or 10 other units or whatever. Right. Yeah. You're held accountable for all that. But if it's being stored at your house, it's a different scenario, but like your scenario, you can remove collision and you're fine. And then if your RV caught fire and caught four others, you've got coverage for all of that stuff from property damage, including yours. But if you remove everything to comp only, you're on the hook for the rest. Okay. I have a question for you, both you guys, because this just peaked a question on my end, Alan. Let's say Uh that Alan has his RV in storage and the RV next to him lights up, and that particular RV doesn't have enough coverage to handle Alan's now burned-up RV. How does that work? We would still cover it and then go after them. Okay. Does that depend upon Alan's policy, or how does that work? As long as Alan's got comprehensive. Okay. The fire is the fire. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. So the fire is going to be covered. Now, if it's somebody else's negligence, we would cover it and then in turn subrogate against them. Does that make sense, Alan? Yeah, so just drop collision, and that's the that's the only one should that be in good shape. Sense the drop. Yeah, I mean, Perfect. if it, you're, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, it's a great question. I've had that question for years, and today's show just like I got a call. No, I'm glad you asked. I, I had I don't think we've ever answered that one before. So glad you called. Thanks. Thank Bye you, then. Alan. Appreciate it very much. Okay, let's get uh, Eric in, and we come back top of the hour. I want to talk about trailer towing as well, because that's another big thing when it comes to insurance that we don't cover that often. So we'll talk about that top of the hour as well. Eric and Brighton, you're next. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I, ju- I just kind of want to make a general insurance comment. So two years ago, I was in a car accident. I will admit I was at fault. Okay. Um, and as we've been going through this, I'm learning a lot. Now, my insurance company is Allstate, and I will say, uh, you know, for as bad a rap as the big companies get, Allstate has been great with, from my end with me as the insured. Okay. Um, but what's been interesting is, so the guy that, that I basically I pulled out in front of somebody and the guy hit me, um, the guy that hit me, so he had injuries and whatnot, and Allstate's already paid for his car. Well, what's funny is he pretty much dropped off the map. He stopped responding to Allstate. They were sending him letters and, and this, that, and the other. Well, in the midst of everything, he moved, was ignoring his mail. Allstate closed the case. Because or close the file because hey you're not responding to us anymore. Mm-hmm. So so a year later he files a lawsuit against me, uh, and I, I was served here a couple here about a month ago. And just for anybody out there who's who wonders on this, 
when if you are sued in a situation like this, the lawyer, they will throw everything at the wall to see what sticks. I literally the uh, what the like what they call their factual items or uh, what their accusations are. Literally, there are 14 items that they have accused me of. And it's it's when I was talk when I was reading over the lawsuit and I was talking to uh, the lawyer for Allstate. She says, "Oh yeah, that's normal." She says, "They just got to prove those 14 items." She says, "And obviously they can't." She says, "But they just." She says, it's just called stacking it. She says, and that's normal. And I'm like, that, that is beyond stupid. And she's like, oh, I know. But uh, and the other thing on it, too, is uh, uh, right now because of COVID, uh, yeah, lawsuits or trials are being scheduled way out. Yes, that. We, are. Two year, we are two years out for a civil trial. Yes. Wow. Correct. That is correct, Eric. Yeah, the original date when I originally I was told it would be next year, next September. Um, that's what I was told three weeks ago. And on Friday, I got an, an email from the lawyer, and she said, "Yeah, just to let you know." She said it's been rescheduled. She says until uh, the spring of 2022. She says there's a possibility it could be mm. rescheduled till the fall. Interesting. She says, uh, but she said it's just because the courts. She said I, she said I've got cases right now. She said that it happened. She says. Uh, you know, that we're supposed to have gone to court, she said, like, back in April, she says, uh, mm-hmm. but because of COVID, mm-hmm. she said, have been rescheduled mm-hmm. into next year. Wow. Hey, Amazing. Eric, so, Eric, but, Eric yeah. if you don't mind, what, what was the total sure. uh, settlement amount that they're asking for? Uh, 60000 Just curious. And now, and here's, and here's the thing on this. So, and this goes back to when we talk, when you guys talk about coverages. Mm-hmm. So, you know, minimum in Colorado is twenty five fifty fifteen. Um. Uh, about eight years ago, uh, when I first switched to Allstate, the lady who was my agent at the time, she looked over some stuff, and she says, you know, she said, I'm going to over-insure you. And I says, what do you mean? And she says, you know, she's, you, you've got, she's, she's, you don't have any assets, which means I'm going to over-insure you to protect you. Mm-hmm. And so I have 100, 300, 100 on my insurance. And... Uh, and then $1,000 deductibles. And this is one of the things that Allstate has told me as we've been going through this is, don't worry, you are protected. You know, obviously, if they get the full $60,000, your, your insurance will take, you know, you're covered. You don't have to worry about it. But as I'm watching this, it's like, you know, if I was carrying the bare minimums, this could be a real problem. You know? And, oh, huge. And, and I can't believe the fact that in this day and age with how much vehicles cost that we have not, that the state of Colorado and the insurance companies in general haven't looked at saying, you know, maybe we need to up yep. Not going to happen. No, and Eric, I got to let you run. Bob, hang tight. I know you got a couple of comments. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. We got another full hour left, so don't go anywhere. It didn't mean to cut you off, Eric, but we're at a hard break here, so I got to do this. We'll run to break. We'll come right back, so don't go anywhere. And again, back to those comments. This state's not changing anytime soon that I can see. I may be wrong, but I don't see it changing. We'll be back. Hour 3 is next. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers.
on KLZ 560.